Looking for a casual baseball podcast to listen to? Well, Baseball with the Bard, presented by Clovercrest Media, has just what you're looking for. Tyler Bard and Noah Cross cover a wide range of happenings in the MLB and then dive into a deep focus on the Red Sox and Yankees. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for your weekly dose of Baseball with the Bard. going on everyone this is the posting up podcast we're back here on this wonderful saturday i'm joined by big jace king zay and sean scanlon guys how we doing today it's good good okay good. Good. How about you? good to hear good to hear uh jace i'm gonna waste no time get right into it that little hat you got on there has the logo yes, of oh and best... don't forget hey they're right there that is the record holder for the best record in the nba and more importantly, the best record in the Western Conference, coming off a dominating win against the Milwaukee Bucks last night, they really just looked like they they had the gas, their foot on the gas the whole time. Uh, Jace, I'll start with you. Uh, might as well get <laughs> some of the bias out of the way first, but no, seriously, as an NBA fan, are the Jazz a legitimate title contender? Uh, I mean, bias me says hell yeah. And non-biased me says, hell, freaking yeah. I mean, the depth is there. I mean, obviously, you got the big two of Mitchell and uh, Gobert. I mean, Gobert is a beast, dominating the inside. Not scoring as much, but he doesn't need to. He's a defensive force. And, I mean, along with him in the paint, I mean, in the perimeter with Mike Conley, Bogdanovich is great as well, a good perimeter defender. I really love the the defense is what what really sells it for me with this team, how good they are defensively. And then when you play that well and you have a great scorer like Donovan Mitchell and a sixth man of the year candidate bringing in some scoring as well in uh, Jordan Clarkson, yeah, the, this team is for real. Do you agree, do you agree with that, Zach? It's hard to say, actually. Um, this this has been a funny year. I think this is a year of stretches where teams go on these stretches of winning and losing, so you really can't tell who's doing good or who's doing bad. But I mean, I any mean, they could be a contender. Honestly, um, they have the record, they have the players, like you mentioned. My only thing is, when it comes playoff time, will they still be the same Jazz team that they were in the regular season? That's that's when it gets um sticky for me. I think um everything is all good in the regular season. Everyone can you know. Everyone, you know, shows up in the regular season. It's about what you do in the playoffs. And if you don't show up in the playoffs, that's the issue. And the West is definitely the team, uh, a force to be reckoned with this this year. There's a ton of teams in the West that could take it. You talk about the Rockets just reloaded. Everyone thought the Rockets were out of it and they're, you know, they're reloaded. So there's going to be a lot of teams in that Western Conference playoffs. And then you talk about a play in. So we're not sure who's going to be the bottom either. So they could go anyway this year. 
Sean, what do you got on the Jazz? Do you think they're legit? Uh, I do think they're legit. Um, obviously, I think the Lakers are still the best team in the NBA. I think, you know, in a seven-game series, it's going to be tough to beat them. But if the Jazz continue to play the way that they are right now, uh, I think it's tough to say that they're not a legitimate contender. Um, obviously, you know, they're the hottest team in the NBA right now. Uh, out of their last 20 games, you know, they've won 18 of them, and they they continue to embarrass teams. You know, like Lucas said, you know, last night against the Bucs, uh, you know, they, they really destroyed them. The, the score at the end of the game made it look a little closer than it was because, uh, you know, they were dominant throughout and they kind of let the Bucs uh, in, in during the game. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 and then on top of that, you know, Jay's talked about their defense, but they're also one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league. Um, you know, they got guys all across the board that, that could hit the three. Um, even their bigger guys can go out and, you know, stretch the floor like that. So, I think that they are legitimate. They play really good defense. Obviously, they knock down their shots. And uh, like Zay said, you know, it's going to be tough in the Western Conference, especially with teams like the the two L.A. teams and the Lakers and the Clippers. But, uh, you know, if they, they keep playing like they are um, and, you know, they're pissed off about Shaq's comments. I know Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, you know, took that personally. And I, I think they're on a mission to, you know, go prove that uh, they can get over the hump this year. So I do think that they're a legitimate title contender. Yeah, you know, ever since uh... – you guys will remember this. Shaq called out Donovan Mitchell. It seems like that kind of flipped a switch inside of him, and he's just been all gas, no break uh, since that point. And I, I was watching their game on TNT the other night. I, I can't remember quite who they were facing, but Donovan Mitchell absolutely took over oh, down the floor. Celtics. Uh, the Celtics, that's right. He absolutely took over down the stretch in the fourth quarter, and, I mean, he was dominating. And at, right after the game, uh I can't. I don't. The Tuesday crew for TNT is different. I don't like it. But anyways, yeah. The guy, Shaquille O'Neal, is still there. So this, this, the guy turns to Shaq and he's just like, "So what do you got to say now?" And Shaq's like, "You know, this is what I want. This is like, this is what I do. I say these things so th- these guys can take these next steps." So I, I do think the Jazz have what it takes to compete in this Western Conference. Only thing that gets me a little concerned is we all know LeBron James has that switch when it comes playoff time and you never know <laughs> how dangerous he can be in these situations. I mean, it seems like he gets better with age and he, he becomes more dangerous with age. So I, I do think the jazz are legit. Um, I think they could use an, an extra, maybe not. I wouldn't even say a piece, just maybe like a little, a little addition at the trade deadline, nothing serious, nothing impacting their uh, starting lineup or anything like that. But, Yes, in the end, I do think the Jazz can contend for a title this year. Uh, We'll get to our game break in a second um, after this message from Clovercrest Media. The Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast presented by Clovercrest Media is what UAW fans have been looking for. Noah Cross and Tyler Bard give their take on every week's episode of Dynamite. If you are a massive AEW fan, then it is time to join us every Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Stay Crossum. All right, so we'll continue the trend we've been going on here. Uh, instead of listing off just you know the national television games, we're going to get into a little bit of uh, some games we're looking forward to. So we'll go in the reverse order of what we did the last topic. Sean, I'll start with you. What game you got coming up this weekend that you're looking forward to? Uh, yeah, it's going to be tomorrow night uh, at 7.30. It's going to be the Blazers and the Mavericks the game I'm really looking forward to. Uh, the Mavericks obviously started the season very rough, but uh, they've won four in a row. They've, they've looked a lot better. Obviously, Luka Doncic is playing spectacular. And then, um, you know, having Porzingis back, it's huge. And the other role players are playing well. Um, 
And then on the other side, uh, the Blazers, you know, even without Nurkic and McCollum, uh, they, they've been playing great. Uh, Damian Lillard has really put the team in his back. Uh, Carmelo Anthony showed up the other night and was looking like 27-year-old, you know, Nuggets Carmelo Anthony. He, you know, he's he was getting buckets. So uh, I, I really like what the Blazers are doing right now. So I think these are two teams that might have started the year pretty rough, but they're both headed in the right direction. So um, it's definitely – it's going to be a big game for both of them. Obviously, every game uh, in the conference is huge. So – I'm definitely looking forward to this team. Both teams are playing a lot better, and I, I think that they'll both be in the playoffs this year. But, um, yeah, how about you, Zay? Which game you look forward to? Wow. Uh, probably today it's going to be the Suns and 76ers later. Sorry if that's your, <laughs> that's your no, that's game, <laughs> Lucas. No, don't worry about it. You're good. No, there's a lot of uh, a lot of trade talk about um, Jesus, uh, Redick and, um, possibly being moved and I wonder if you know the 76ers are a team that's in the market for a shooter who you know they they obviously need someone who can stretch the floor and help them out and maybe he's one of those you know maybe today they could win a game against one of the top teams in the west and maybe you know you could convince him maybe that that he can you know, add them to their destinations of places to go but it's definitely a game I'm looking forward to later. Jason, yes. All right. Um Russell Westbrook revenge game. <laughs> Houston going to Washington. Uh, okay. I expect Russell Westbrook to score. Like I don't know, he might he might break Kobe's record. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I might just say no, but he's <laughs> definitely scoring fifty, hundred percent. I I think I think Russell Westbrook's gonna go in, and I mean they are the la- they, they have the worst record in the NBA, but I expect Washington. <laughs> Did that. you see that Nick game last night? <laughs> He's going for fifty. No, you, you you saw how they beat the Nets. R- Russell Westbrook turns the switch on. He has these games where he's like, "I'm not losing to these chumps." He must have broke the they switch got last rid night. Must have broke like the switch last night. He did not turn it on. He looked terrible down the stretch last night. What vendetta does Westbrook have with the Knicks? You got a point. These fools traded him. You don't so, trade so, someone. So, 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 it's okay to lose a game if you don't have a vendetta with the team. <laughs> no, I'm just saying he's going to play different tonight, and he's not losing this game. Oh, okay. So the second night of a back-to-back, he's going to play better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm all for Russ dropping 50, but uh, not not necessarily looking forward to any Wizards games these days. Um my game to look out for is Monday night. It's Jace's Jazz against my 76ers. I think that is going to be a fantastic showdown. In Utah. In Utah. Um, obviously, these days, it doesn't really matter where you go because if there is any fans, it's a limited amount. But nevertheless, Sixers struggle on the road still, even though there's no fans. Um, they've been Utah a little better this year. Right. <clears throat> um but I'm going to be most excited to see Joel Embiid and Rudy Gobert go at it because, you know, they're both dominant big men. They both have a different primary focus to their game. Um, Rudy I Gobert. hate you, Steve. I just want you to go that. <laughs> it, it got, it's, a, it's a league of stretches, bro. I brought the 76ers just on a win streak not too long ago. It's, it's a league of stretches. That's all this is right now. I, I, I can't see them as a real contender. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Steve's pitching in. Uh, you know, we already talked about the Jazz being title <laughs> contenders, so we'll leave that in the past. I'll get back to what I was saying about this matchup that I want to see so bad. 
Um, as I was saying, Rudy Gobert, uh, obviously he's a player who focuses so heavily on the defensive end. Joel Embiid, it, while being a great defender, is a monster on the offensive end, uh, averaging near 30 points a game this year. So I'm excited to see which which side prevails, the offensive or the defensive. So that's what I'm going to be looking forward to um, this, this upcoming Monday night. Uh, so taking this into our next topic, um, you know, we talk a lot about how the Lakers are, are fantastic and, you know, they're, they're obviously perennial title, title favorites, uh, across the betting world and everyone who watches the game, but let's pretend the Lakers, they just don't exist. Let's pretend they get bounced in the first round by an eighth seed. I said, pretend Isaiah, I said, pretend, Hmm. (laughs) um, you have to put. Everything you ever have, all your money, your house, your car, everything you got on a team that's not the Lakers to win the NBA title, who are you picking and why? Jace, we'll start with you. I mean, this is going to be – this is Utah Jazz show. This is the Utah Jazz day. (laughs) I mean, they are plus 1,600 right now. So if I were to bet $100, I'd make 1,600. This team's playing at insane – Right now, and I mean, you, Zay, you can say what you want about the stretches. It, it doesn't matter. We, we Donovan Mitchell showed last year he comes playing the playoffs, and if he's going to be dropping thirty to forty a night, and I mean Jordan Clarkson, if he's given at just a little bit of that production off the bench that he's brought this season, this team is not to be messed with. And I mean. I just love this defense. I just love how good they are defensively. And, I mean, you have one of the best scorers in the league in Donovan Mitchell. Isaiah, I see you shaking your head. I'll let you pitch back to Jace after this. But you, you taking the Knicks? Yeah, of course. Seriously? No. <laughs> well, I do believe the Knicks can make a, a decent run. I do believe they'll get to the second round of the playoffs at least this year. That's it, plus 50,000. When, when you talk about the Jazz – Jace, when you talk about the Jazz, you got to remember, like I said, it's more than just stretches. This has been a weird schedule where teams have been playing a lot of the same teams over and over again. So it, you, when you see the same opponent, but so many times, you know, you have to start figuring them out eventually. But back to what my point, I definitely think it would be New York, but definitely not my Knicks. It would probably be the New York Nets. Obviously, they're the most loaded team in the NBA. They have the big three. You would hope that if they could score 160 points and average that they should be able to win in the playoffs and be able to win it in the East. That's not as strong as the West and having only faced one West team in the seven game playoffs. I think they should be able to get it done. I really don't see a team in the East who could stop this team. If they're really fully going and all three of those guys are going, I don't think anyone can stop them. They get to the line way too much. They can shoot the three. They're unguardable completely. Even if they'll, you know, even if the bench doesn't help them out, just having those three alone, could win you a game so i'd have to take the nets sean who you got yeah um if yeah if i were to pick a team from the eastern conference there definitely would be the nets but i think one team that people forget about in the western conference is the clippers um obviously because of you know what they did in the postseason last year uh paul george and Kawhi kind of just disappearing down the stretch and losing the the 3-1 uh lead to the nuggets i think you know people just don't respect them as much but paul george has come out this year and Kawhi leonard they're both uh you know on pace to be shooting 50 40 90 which is you know tremendous club to be a part of they've both been super efficient 
And um, so I, I just think that, you know, they're a team that gets slept on. And I, I think they're pissed off. I, I think that, you know, they want to prove that, you know, they're still um, one of the elites because last year, you know, going into the playoffs, everyone was talking about in the Western Conference Finals, it's going to be the Battle of L.A. And people, you know, were just set on that. People thought that that's what's what was going to happen. So I think that they're they're out to prove something this year. Um, I think that they have some good pieces, um, including Nicholas Batum, who, you know, in his year, last couple of years in Charlotte was terrible, uh, especially for the contract that he was getting. But I think, you know, he, he's refreshed on a better team this year. He's looked a lot better. And, uh, you know, on top of that, they have, you know, a lot of other good pieces like, uh, you know, Patrick Beverly and Reggie Jackson, I think are two good point guards. So, you know, they have the pieces in place. Uh, I think that, and, and they're, they're super slept on. So I think that they're, if, the Lakers were out of the equation. I think that, you know, they they definitely have a shot to go win this title. And um, I, I just think that they're getting disrespected too much. Yeah, so Isaiah keeps saying it over and over again. This is a league of stretches. And this is a team that hasn't really had that stretch of games so far. And I, I think they're saving it for the playoffs. I think this team's going to make one big move before the trade deadline. Uh, and that'll really solidify them as as title favorites. And that's the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, I don't think I don't think Giannis is messing around this year. It's been two straight seasons of having the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, and um, it's it's basically been for nothing because he's got bounced in the second round of the playoffs two seasons in a row. Um, I, so I think I think what Giannis is kind of doing, and this might this is might be wrong. This is just my thought process. Um, he's he's kind of saving it for the playoffs. I think he, recently he's been going after it in the regular season and. I think maybe he's realized that he's burned out come playoff time, so he's trying to save a little bit of that energy come postseason time. So I, I think the Milwaukee Bucks won't be as great of a regular season team as many people expected them to, but uh, come playoff time, I expect them to go full force, and I, I got them coming out of the East this year. As much as I want my Sixers to come out of the East, I, I'd put my money on the Bucks. Um, so... <clears throat> We'll get into our top 10 reel brought to you by Isaiah, as always, uh, after this message from Clovercrest Media. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys yeah. to the city. Keys to the city, baby. Well, you see us, so you know. I crossed up by Kobe. We'll float to Shaq. And then Shaq goes like this. And the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on. Fun. I didn't make I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clover Quest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. Dude, that just hurts my eyes to watch this. What are those colors on the court? <laughs> Mac, like you're not the established. Magician. Walks away. The yeah, walk casually. Yeah, what else are we supposed to do after that? 
This game was full of highlights, man. Yeah, yeah, down my 30. Down my 30 at that point, you try anything. <laughs> right, <I guess> so. <laughs> I mean, everybody. Rooks. Ooh. RJ. Look back for Teddy Austin. LeBron's favorite player. <laughs> <laughs> This, oh my god, that was disrespectful. Nothing body. Nobody looks though. They're down by 40. <laughs> There's a sniper in the building. Yeah. <laughs> shooting the wrong team. With the left. It's like a Nerf ball in his hands, bro. Mm-hmm. I love the defense by the ball. <laughs> um, oh, oh. And then here we go. Kobe! Mm. Right yeah. over the ass, Seven foot my ass. When you said you said Lucas, he's saving it for the playoffs, right? That's why he didn't block him. He's, he's saving it for the playoffs. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, usually, you know, you guys know me. I try to do something fun at the end of the show. So that's exactly what we're going to do here. Um, I think what we're going to do is we're going to go position by position. Um, basically, we're going to build a lineup. One through five, point guard through center, of non NBA players. So I'm really excited to hear this uh, from you guys. So Jace, we'll go Jace to Isaiah to Sean to me. So we'll go point guard first. Who you got running your point? Oh, running point. I got my man, the assistant captain for the Boston Bruins, Brad Marshan. This guy, he's like uh, Patrick Beverly. Pisses people off. I mean, I don't know you guys. Probably aren't hockey fans. He was last night against the Rangers. There were fights, and he was in the middle of them. He was instigating them. He's a great. He's that guy. He's that Gary Payton, Patrick Beverly. I want him to just get in people's faces and piss them off and get off their game. <laughs> Who's your point guard, Zay? Honestly, this is this is this is the hardest thing we've ever ever had to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally, the hardest thing we've ever had to do. Uh, point guard. Oh my god, why do y'all make me do this? <laughs> I mean, I'm showing you go come back to me on this one. I gotta still thinking <laughs> on this one. This is hard. All right, uh, yeah, my my point guard. I, I tried, uh, most of my uh, most of my players are from the NFL, but I did mix in one MLB player, and it is Mookie Betts, my point guard. Um, you know, he was terrific, okay. uh, terrific basketball player in high school, and uh, you know, he posted a clip on Instagram last year of him. Him dunking, and he's he's also got the strap. He, he's a good shooter, so uh, and he's super athletic. So I, I think Mookie would be a, a really good choice for uh, my point guard. Say <laughs> so you got a point guard yet? You want me to go? I mean, I don't know. Maybe my guy Russell Wilson. You know, that man got vision, son. If he could dribble that ball, you know, he could put them passes in them tight spots, bro. I, I'd have to take Russ, boy. That's true. That's a good pick. Um, my point guard's coming from the the soccer world, and it's gonna be Mister uh, Lionel Messi. I mean, the guy, the guy's a magician with the ball, not only um, with the footwork he has that I, I assume can transition into, into handles. 
Um, and uh, the vision he has passing the ball, and he's obviously uh, a great goal scorer. So I'm gonna just go ahead and assume that he'd be getting buckets, uh, shooting lights out from three point range too. So I'm gonna go with Leo Messi on the uh, point guard. Moving on to shooting guard, Jace. Who you got at running your two? Uh, I along the similar vein as you with Messi, great goal scorer in hockey. My boy from the Tottenham Hotspur. Harry Kane, he's a beast. All he does is score goals. So I can imagine if somehow that might translate into just raining threes all day. Gotcha, gotcha. So you got a shooting guard? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) You made this the hardest thing ever. (laughs) Sean, who you got? Uh, My shooting guard is going to be Lamar Jackson, actually. Speed kills. Uh, I, I think that, you know, Obviously, I don't know how he is as a basketball player, but with his speed, uh, I, I think it could it could definitely translate to the basketball court. I, th- I think he could be a good slashing shooting guard. I don't know if he's much of a shooter, but he's definitely got the athleticism to get, to go get you a bucket. And I'm sure with his athleticism, he could be good on the defensive side of the ball. So uh, my, my man, Lamar Jackson, would be my shooting guard. Uh, how about you, Lucas? I'm going to go – this is a little unorthodox, but this guy is a uh, nicknamed The Machine – because he can just do everything on the field, and that's Mr. DJ LeMayhew from the New York Yankees. I mean, <laughs> this guy, hey, 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 you laugh. But I'm sorry, I'm from Queens. I'm from Queens. He, he, um, he's, a, he's a great baseball player. He does. He, he's a great defender. He can play every position, so I'm assuming. I'm just going to say that transitions to the defensive side and say that he can guard every position too. And, you know, he's a great hitter. He hits home runs. He hits for power, and he hits for contact. So this guy is going to be averaging 35 points a game. Give me DJ LeMayhew. Jace, who's at your three? Wait, I got to get my shooting guard in. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. We skipped over Zay. Zay, who's your shooting guard? Yeah, it's because, you know, I'm a little slow with this. But uh, <laughs> I'm actually not going to pick an athlete. I'm going to pick a rapper. Oh. My man Dave East. Oh, Dave East can go. Dave East grew up with KD, boy, and they balled out together. So. I know that man can touch the rock and handle it, so I'm gonna put him as my shooting guard. That's a good pick. That's yeah. an unorthodox pick. I wish I got some rappers in my because you know Jay Cole can ball Cole. out too. Hey, come on, y'all spoiling my list. Chill out. Jace, <laughs> 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 who's running your three? See, this this is hard. I, I feel like it's rough. Um, I, I I had a couple people go through my head. But now, Zay brought it outside the sports room. I think I'm going to do it as well. And a very, very, you guys, are, I'm going Brian Bumgardner. <laughs> Kevin from the office. This man can make it rain, bro. This dude, he's got a wet shot, bro. Like, he, he's a beast. And, I mean, have you seen him in, in the celebrity games? I mean, I remember, I don't know what 2K it was, but I dropped like 60 with him because oh, he had like a 99-3. He's my small forward, Brian Bumgarner. That's hilarious. I love that. Uh, Zay, you got anyone cooking up yet? You want to go to Sean first? Well, I mean, if y'all go, y'all are already out at me. I'm going to have to take my man Jay Cotto. North Carolina, boy. <laughs> He about to get it in, show him how Dennis Smith was supposed to be playing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a great pick. That'd probably be my three. Sean, you got who's you got at three? 
All right. Well, with those picks, I don't think I'm really worried about Jason or Zay's team. But um, with my <laughs> my small forward is is going to be Julio Jones. Uh, I, I think he, he's a freak athlete. He brings that length that you know could help on the defensive side of the ball. I think he'd be deflecting passes and that, and he could jump out jump out of the gym. Um, obviously we know that goes he goes and gets those contested 50-50 catches. So the alley oops to Julio Jones would be absolutely electric. So I, I think that he would be a really good fit at the small forward. Um, so who would you get at your number three, Lucas? <laughs> this is um, obviously not the most athletic choice and um, kind of funny, too. I, I kind of just did this to be an ass. But uh, someone who I, I had always read was a pretty decent basketball player, and that's uh, <laughs> Mr. Eli Manning from the <laughs> New York Giants. I love I it. Got, I got Eli running my three. He might not be that athletic. He might not be that fast. But hey, he's he's big, he's lengthy, he can he can defend the perimeter, and uh, uh, he's clutch. So you never know. Come down the stretch, Eli Manning might hit a couple threes and win you the game. He can ball. He's, yeah. a, he's a big big fundamental guy. Yeah, they got video of him at, at UN, was it UNC or Duke? One of them, him in a playing knockout. Eli could ball. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, so you got it. You're four, man. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the retired. I mean, it's a power forward, right? So we want raw, unlimited power. <laughs> and I'm gonna go based off an episode of Hard Knocks. I'm gonna go the big man Vince Wilfork. Wow. I don't know. He was. I don't know who he was balling with, but he was lighting those fools yeah, he up. Was. He was. He was putting in where he's getting bounds. He was distributing too, and shooting. So nice stretch, nice point, power forward. I, I like. I like Vince Wilfork as my four. Isaiah, you got anyone running your four, man? I hope y'all not running full court, but um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. I'm actually going with some more athletic. I'm actually going to go Terrell Owens, actually, surprising. Ooh, that's a nice pick. Most people would have thought I'd put him at three, but no, I'd, I'd play him as a small four. Make you have to go out there and guard him. He can shoot. He can dunk. I mean, obviously, we know he can jump out the building, so he's going to get them rebounds, and, you know, boy, man gets paid. <laughs> man, that's a fact. <laughs> um, Sean, who you got running your four? Uh, my power forward is going to be a tight end from the Indianapolis Colts, uh, Mo Alley Cox. He actually he played college basketball um, at VCU, which is a pretty good program. Uh, he's so he's their all time leader in field goal percentage, and, and he's second in career blocks at VCU. So uh, you know he, he's a great athlete who obviously has previous experience playing basketball. So uh, Mo Alley Cox will be at the four position. So who you guys here is Lucas? I'm kind of going the same route as you. I got. Um... Jimmy Graham of the where he plays now Chicago. He played college basketball for um for Florida. Uh, he made a couple of pe- uh, appearance in March Madness. I thought that was pretty cool. So Jimmy Graham was that big body down there. Uh, you know, banging down low, getting dunks. You know, obviously he we saw him dunking on the goalposts uh, earlier in his career when he was with New Orleans. So Jimmy Graham's gonna be gonna be grinding and uh, pounded down low with the rock. Uh, Jace. This is the big man who you got at your five. Before I get to that, it's ridiculous how none of us picked Antonio Gates. Didn't he get uh, to the 2016 with Kent State? Oh, man, that, that, that's a shame on all of us. 
Wow. Because he's not a center. But uh, for me, I got – I'm just going straight height. Seven-footer, Stefan Struve from the UFC, tallest UFC fighter ever. Um, he, he's, phys- he's in the UFC, so he's got to be physical. Um, have them block shots for me. That's all I need. Mean. <laughs> Who's your center, Zay? My center? Yeah. Come on. Rest in pieces to my man Escalade from N1. That's my franchise uh-huh. player right there. That's a big boy that get up and down the court. I don't know what you're doing with Vince Wilford. <laughs> Hope you got some oxygen ready on the sideline, but my man Escalade get up and down the court, and he can handle the rock. So that's my franchise player right there, center. What you got, Sean? Uh- uh yeah, so at my center I, I had Jimmy Graham, but I'll 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 change it up. Uh so oh. I was scrambling for this. No, nah, it's all good. But so I'm gonna move Mo Alley Cox to my center position. I'll move uh Julio to the power forward position and uh I'll, I'll go to the, the realm of rapping with this one. I'm gonna bring in two chains to be my new small forward. Uh he's six five, so he's got the length. Uh and from the videos I've seen of him hooping, he he's got a good shot. So I think that two chains could definitely help out my squad. So uh, I'd move him into my small forward position, move Mo Alley Cox up to my center. But uh, I don't think any of you guys are beating my team. But we'll, we'll find out with uh, <laughs> with your last pick, Lucas. Who's uh, who's your center? Um, you know, I want to cheat and pick Antonio Gates, but I won't. I was just looking at his college stats. He averaged twenty points and seven rebounds his senior year in college. That oh, is ridiculous. Beast. Well, this is. Jimmy Graham averaging five and a half points a game. This is that that was some serious stuff. But um I'm gonna go down the realm that uh Jace actually started us off with, and that is hockey. And I'm gonna pick former Boston Bruin, current Washington Capital. Yep, Zdeno Chara. He is a beast. He's a little bit old, but that guy's tough as rocks. I mean, they threw the Stanley Cup a few years ago with a broken freaking jaw. So I, I'm pretty sure he had his mouth wired shut. So that's that's yeah. the kind of that's the kind of toughness I want. Mask. Yeah, that's the kind of toughness I want down in the paint, uh, banging down low, dunking on people, getting some blocks. I don't really care about the offensive end, but um, defense. I need that guy as my anchor. Um, I like that. I like that one a lot. Yo, you know? you heard of these hockey players? Sean, you watch hockey? <laughs> I do not. Oh boy, it's news you um, lose. I, I guess so. Um, I guess it's up to our imaginations whose lineup would uh, win come real life, but uh, I guess we can talk about that another day. Uh, if there's nothing well, else, Let's post it on the Facebook and see what the fans think. That's true. Uh, so we'll post a poll on the Facebook. We'll have you guys pick who, out of our lineups, who do you think would have the best lineup out there? Um, so that's what we'll do there to find out, settle this debate. Uh, with that being said, though, I think we're all set here with the Posting Up podcast. Brought to you by Clovercrest Media, Big Jace, King Zay, Sean Scanlon, as always. Uh, peace out, guys. Join us on Tuesday at 5. Peace.